Seder Snippets is sponsored by Renee Jack Nussbaum, Ilonishmas Adol Bas Yehuda Tzvi. We are still making our way through the second half of Ayavarach David, the part that begins Atahu Hashem Levadecha from Nehemia. We've given the background and we last left off describing that we see Hashem as being the master, the one in charge, his providence, his sovereignty, his control, not only of earth and everything on it, but Shemaim the heaven, Shemaya Shemaim, what is above the heavens, and even Svaam, what is above that. We then continue Atahu Hashem Alokim, Ashab. We mentioned last time that we see in here, the Yavitz points out, the three things that transfer, the three things that overcome a gzardin, a negative uh, a negative gzera that Hashem has. The Gemara Roshana tells us, Shinoi Maisa, a change in action, Shinoi Makam, a change in place, and Shinoi Hashem, a change of name. Here, a change of action, Avram chose God. A change of place, God took Avram from Urkazdim, and a change of name, he changed his name from Avram to Avram. Avraham. The Siach Yitzchak points out that the significance of this Pasuk is we've just finished mentioning that God is in charge of everything. Ha'aretz v'chol the earth and everything on it, the seas, the heavens, everything, and yet of all of it, of the entire universe and the cosmos, of all of creation, he chose a shebacharta be'avram. You chose Avram. And why did God choose Avram? He chose Avram because Avram chose him. We're not the chosen people, we're the choosing people. Our great, great, great grandfather, who lived in a world of selfishness and of idolatry and paganism, Avram broke through and he recognized ethical monotheism. He went against all the odds. He literally risked his life. He broke from his family in order to choose God. And the Rebona Shalom, the Almighty, reciprocated a shebacharta be'avram. Hashem chose Avram. So even though of the whole universe, Hashem is in charge, He's in control, He has the power over everything, the significance or the the uh, continuation of these psukim is that even though Hashem is in charge of Hashemayim, 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 V'chol Tzva'am, He controls Ha'aretz V'chol Hashem it's Avraham that He was Bacharta that He chose. The next pasuk, So if you open a sitter, you'll see the way the sitter is structured, we actually have a break of the paragraph. We associate the first part of these words, as the end of the paragraph, and then we continue, new paragraph, but the truth is, while that's the way it appears in most Sidurim, that is not the way it appears in the book of Nehemiah. In Nehemiah, this is all part of one section, Nehemiah, the ninth chapter, verses 6 through 11. And this is smack in the middle of a Pasuk. This is the continuation of one Pasuk. So what does this Pasuk mean, and why do we interrupt, why do we publish it in Sidurim in a different way than the way it was originally authored and written as part of the book of Nehemiah in our Holy Tanakh? The Pasuk means, Hashem, you found Avram's true heart, and it was to you, Ne'eman lefanecha. Avram had a Ne'emanas, a trustworthiness. We'll come back to explain what that means. And therefore, Becharosi mohabris, you entered a covenant, a promise with him. To take the land that had been inhabited by these others and to give this land, you gave it to Avram and his progeny, you gave it to us. And you kept your word. Why? God, you're righteous. God, you stand by your word. God, you too are trustworthy. So the question is, this beautiful Pasuk that describes the reciprocal love and relationship and loyalty between Avram and Hashem, why do we divide it in two in our Siddur? So there is a custom, which is widespread, that when there's a bris milah, when there's a circumcision in shul, 
In many shuls, the Moel, sometimes the rabbi or the chazan, will recite these psukim beginning with this word, v'charos imohabris, the middle of that pasuk, beginning with v'charos imohabris, they'll say it responsively with those who are gathered. Some say just this paragraph, some go all the way up to not including yishtabach. And because that custom developed at a bris to begin with these words, the Publishers of Sidurim, in fact, introduced these words as the beginning of a new paragraph, Vicharos Imohabris, even though the truth is they are a continuation of the same sentence that began before. Bris here, though, in the Pasuk, Vicharos Imohabris, that Hashem, you entered a bris with Avram, is not talking about a circumcision. Rather, it's referring to bris. Ben Habisarim. It's referring to the promise. And how do we know that from the continuation of this Pasuk, which tells us the nature of the Brisla says it's Eretzaknani, to give this land that had been inhabited by foreigners, by others, to fulfill the promise, to give this land to Avram and his children, to give this land to the Jewish people. And yet, we associate this Pasuk and this word Bris having nothing to do with circumcision with a Bris of circumcision. Why? How did the Minnick develop to say these words out loud, to divide this Pasuk and to publish it this way in the middle of the Siddur, to associate it with a bris mila, even though it's talking about bris ben ha-bisarim. The Sefer Baruch Sha'amar suggests that the reason it was published this way is because of a bris, and what is that connection? The connection is ne'eman lefanecha. We describe Avraham as being uh, as having a ne'emanist, a trustworthiness. There's an emunah pshuta. Avraham discovered Hashem. It wasn't Bible codes, it wasn't highfalutin, it wasn't analytical. He looked up and he saw Hashem. He thought to himself that inanimate objects can't control us. Avram subscribed to Amuna with a simple Amuna Pshuta. He was Ne'eman, he had a Ne'emanus, a trustworthiness, reliable, dependable, Lefanecha before you, Hashem. And the truth is, a baby at a bris is exactly the same way. It's interesting, we say at a bris, Keshem Shenechnas La Bris, the same way you entered the bris, Kenyukanis Lator Lechupa Lamasim Tovim. Similarly, or accordingly, should you enter the study of Torah and so on. What do you mean, Keshem, the same way? What similarity is there in the way that this baby, this young, brand new newborn attends his own bris and our hope and dream for him for the future. Some explain that the word kashem means just like this baby entered the bris. There was no hesitation, there was no pause, there was no debate, there was no negotiation. Just like the baby automatically was brought to a bris, kashem in the same manner that it was intuitive, it was instinctual, that he was drawn, that he didn't have a choice, that he felt compelled and he was compelled to enter the bris milah. Kashem similarly when it comes to a life of total Torah and mitzvot of Torah ma'asim tovim, similarly kashem, it shouldn't be with a lot of thought, a lot of debate, a lot of negotiation, a lot of analysis, should simply be drawn and brought to be able to do it. And therefore, since the baby exhibits this quality of emunah pshuta, of ne'eman lefanecha, maybe that's why we associate it here with v'charosim habris. We'll continue with another explanation next time.